MEP trades are the future of the construction industry, and the future starts now. Welcome to Bridging the Gap with Applied Software. I'm your host, Todd Wyant, and this is the show where we empower you to transform industries by championing innovation. Please feel free to interact with us by liking or commenting on this video. We would love to hear from you. Today we are recording from MEP Force 2019 here in San Antonio, where over 400 MEP professionals have come to learn from each other. I'm excited to be joined by one of our keynotes, Steve Butler, who is a senior industry strategist for MEP at Autodesk. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Can you start by giving us just kind of a, a high level overview of your background? Sure. Um, I started out in industry, uh, training uh, in HAC engineering. Um, so I went through that sort of initial apprenticeship on the drawing board, moved to CAD, um, and then moved actually into um, software. So I stayed okay. sort of linked to MEP. I was a software engineer for an MEP product uh, at the time. And that led me towards Autodesk. I countrified AutoCAD MEP with a small team mm -hmm. in the UK. Okay. And uh, ultimately, uh, that, that brought me into Autodesk. Nice. Uh, so what kind of industry trends have you been seeing over the last couple of years? Um, a number, I think, um, depending on where you are in the world. So okay. obviously, depending on where different countries or regions are in their sort of path towards digitalization, I think mm -hmm. you know, you're seeing different trends emerge. There's the obvious ones, uh, I think, around like drones, uh, which is in certain countries now starting to, to pick up. They're being used a lot for photogrammetry, for you know, determining earned value on site, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, IoT is a big topic, obviously. It's, it's crept into wearables, uh, particularly in the US. You see a, a big movement there, mm. um, but also into buildings. There's a lot of uh, interest now in using sensors and, and, and such like to really measure the performance of buildings. Mm. Um, but I think the big one for me, and certainly from a trades perspective, is this the whole modular prefab movement. Mm. Um, and there's really two sides to that, I think. You've got the industrialization of, of construction, which is what we're seeing around uh, the racks, uh, the modules, the volumetric stuff, the skids, mm -hmm. um, that's really automating that whole kind of um, construction process, taking it off site for, mm -hmm. you know, the obvious uh, uh, sort of savings of, of time, money, materials. Um, obviously, there's a safety aspect to it as well. Sure. Um, but I think what's happening now beyond that is this uh, move towards design for manufacturing assembly, mm -hmm. which is really start starting to look at componentized manufacture of buildings. So get, getting highly customizable standard components and using those up front in the design process, gotcha. uh, which will actually ultimately engage the, uh, the trades a lot earlier in the, in, the, uh, in the workflow. And I think that's the most exciting one I see around the world today. Yeah. It's driving things like uh, robotics in, in the Far East um, to you know, um, governments uh, such as the UK using it to build schools, hospitals, prisons, things like that. Yeah, it's an exciting time for the trades because it, it's kind of their moment to get a bigger seat at the table. Absolutely. Very yeah. cool. The Bridging the Gap podcast is brought to you by Applied Software. With solutions for the modern project, Applied Software is on a mission to transform industries by empowering clients and championing innovation with real-world expert consultants. Their comprehensive array of solutions for AEC, MEP, and manufacturing has a singular focus, helping you achieve higher performance. With software, training, support, consulting, and custom development, Applied Software has you covered. Visit asti.com and let them know we sent you. Uh, what kind of challenges do you see facing the trades right now? Um, I think it's, it's the usual kind of um, adoption challenge, really. Okay. Uh, everybody's super busy. 
it's it's new it's different to what they've been used to in the past mm -hmm. whether that be software challenges you know moving to new types of software and and you know um, things like the cloud and what that can offer them there's just so much technology out there right now it's either that or it's stuff in the field like I said you know mm -hmm. the, these sort of emerging trends around tech and uh, and industrialization of construction so I think the biggest challenge is really finding the opportunity um, to just take that leap of faith mm -hmm. and those that have you know have benefited hugely I think any words of encouragement to those people uh, to take that leap of faith I would encourage and this is very you see this a lot in the US you see a lot of peer groups uh -huh. and they and I was in one yesterday and they, they spend a lot of time sharing you know what they've, they've been successful at and what they failed at and I think that's it collaborate as much as you can and share and don't be afraid to fail um, you know fail quick early and often you know. mm -hmm. yeah nice uh, so uh, what kind of topics have you heard around this conference or, or coming into Autodesk that can maybe point a, a picture of where the industry is going? Um, well, I, th I think I'd just refer back to sort of that whole DFMA piece, really. It's a, it's a hot topic. Mm. It's a term that people are using around the world. Whether they fully understand it or not, whether they're doing it mm -hmm. or not, people are starting to embrace this. And I think that's, that's what's going to sort of emerge over the next five to seven years. Mm. And I think it's really going to change, change the industry. Um, and I think as we start to see more successes, um, people will naturally sort of start you know, feel safer and more confident adopting these new methodologies. Yeah, interesting. So my next question was looking into your crystal ball over the next three to five years, which you uh, just kind of went into with the DFMA. Uh, can you kind of unpack that a bit more of what is that really going to look like more kind of on a practical level for trades? Well, I think the stepping stone towards it is, is this whole kind of automation of existing processes, which is being termed industrialization of construction. So uh -huh. it started with taking processes that were on site, mm -hmm. such as fabrication of pipe or whatever, um, off-site into cleaner, more safer, more controllable environments. That's merged in, that's um, yeah, evolved into modular prefab, volumetric, as I say. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that's going to be sort of where most, most industries will go first. Mm. Um, and then from that, they'll start uh, moving into DFMA. The challenge with, with things like DFMA is if it's... Um, if it's done right, and we see examples of this in Singapore, Hong Kong, UK, mm. um, you're actually using standard components in a, in, in a way that they're not using today. Mm. So it's, it's manufactured parts that are highly customized, as I said before. Um, and that kind of, it's difficult for people to get their heads around manufacturing buildings in that way. Right. Because they imagine we're just going to end up living in square boxes that are really unattractive. Right. But that's where I think, um, from an engineering, from a design point of view, tools like computational design and generative design are really going to be able to take um, you know these manufactured uh, components and really start to put them into really sexy environments and do yeah. that in a very rapid iterative kind of way that we haven't been able to do in the past uh -huh. so I think from a design perspective we're seeing the emergence over the next three to five years of you know more generative design uh, type technologies merging with these sort of more constructible um, methodologies around things like I, I industrialization of construction and DFMA mm -hmm. and like I said before I think it's bringing the trades upstream because if you look at the old traditional workflows of design build, build mm -hmm. it was LOD 100, 200, 3, 4, which everyone's familiar with. Design build is emerging, mm -hmm. and that takes you from LOD 100 straight to 3. And with DFMA, you go from LOD 100 to 400. Mm -hmm. And the only people that can really do that 400 are the other trades. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's a really big mind shift. Yes. That absolutely. People are going to have to get kind of wrap their heads around. Uh, any kind of little quick tips and tricks on? Uh, what, what would be a good step to try to start that mind shift? Um, 
a good step to start the mind shift, I guess, is really just to collaborate. Um, I think in the fine, you know, don't be afraid to collaborate. Mm. You're going to need to engage with owners more, and owners are going to need to drive this initiative. Mm. But today, you've got mechanical trades saying, well, we're mechanicals. Um, that's not really what we can do. It's driven more by the GC. I think mm. they've got to challenge that mm. position, and they've got to be um, prepared to kind of work more collaboratively with with the other trades, the electricals and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So my, the step, first step in the right direction is obviously embrace that um, modular pre-offsite uh, workflow, but also look at ways in which you can work more collaboratively with your peers mm -hmm. across the industry. I think it's going to open up opportunities for, for more companies to work together and become mm -hmm. stronger together. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's got to be the, the initial step. Yeah, well, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show and oh, being a you. keynote here at MEP Force. Thanks for the opportunity. It was great. Really appreciate it. And thank you guys to uh, those of you who are watching on uh, online here. We really appreciate you guys as well. If you would like to know any more about our products or services, you can visit ASDI.com. And until next time, I'm Todd Wyant thanking you for joining us on Bridging the Gap with Applied Software. Keep innovating. Thanks for listening to the Bridging the Gap podcast. Please spread the word by giving us a five-star review and share with your friends and coworkers. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our other applied software podcast, the AEC Disruptors. Thanks for listening. Bridging the Gap is produced and directed by Alyssa Chartier, edited by Eric Daniel. Bridging the Gap is an applied software production, copyright Applied Software 2019.
The Bridging the Gap podcast is brought to you by the AEC Disruptors podcast. Disruption is defined by the disturbance or problems which interrupt an event, activity, or process. But why such a negative connotation around disruption? You are invited to join the conversation to help push the AEC industry forward, make small changes that have lasting impacts, and build long-lasting relationships. Visit the AECDisruptors.com for more information and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.